Muli Bwanji from Greenway Parks. This is the Rorschach Malawi update from the 6th of January 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Malawi. On Tuesday, the 4th, the Ministries of Education and Health announced a COVID-19 protocol for students as the new academic term commences this week and the next. The joint statement is targeting students in almost all levels of education and is encouraging adherence to COVID preventative measures. Some of the protocols mentioned in the statement specify that all students attending day schools and are currently feeling unwell should visit their nearest health facility where the health service provider will determine whether they should be referred for a COVID-19 test or not. Students that test positive must be isolated by their guardians for 10 days before reporting to school. Students in boarding schools, on the other hand, will be screened for COVID-19 before being admitted into their schools. Those who test positive for COVID will be isolated within the institution for 10 days before starting their classes. Students will provide their own masks, and all institutions are required to ensure that all students and staff adhere to all COVID-19 prevention protocols and the updated standard operating procedures. The statement also highlighted that Pfizer vaccines are now available in health facilities for children aged between 12 and 17. Guardians are being strongly encouraged to have their children vaccinated. If you have any questions, you may contact the Ministry of Health through their toll-free line 929 or visit their Facebook page, link in the show notes. Moving on, the Malawi Electoral Commission, MEC, announced that it plans to finalize its boundary review exercise for constituencies and wards this year. It also said they will develop a calendar and budget for the 2025 tripartite elections. In a New Year message to Malawians, the MEC chairperson, Chifundo Kachali, said the boundary review exercise was facing a funding gap and that the commission will engage the government for consideration in the next national budget to complete the remaining activities. Kachali revealed that public hearings in all councils will take place between April and May to get feedback from all stakeholders on the preliminary maps. He also added that before submission of the report to Parliament, the Commission will hold a meeting with members of Parliament in July, after which the Commission will submit its final report to the National Assembly for approval in October. If approved, The northern region will have 37 constituencies, the central region will have 93 constituencies, and the southern region will have 98 constituencies. There are concerns about the economic impact this exercise will have, as each parliamentarian currently receives a monthly package of roughly 2.2 million kwacha, excluding allowances. This amounts to about $2,700. The citizenry have always argued that these funds could be used for developmental activities, and there are fears that the new addition of parliamentarians could cause backlash of some sort from the citizenry, who are already bitter about the cost of living in the country. The government had already started receiving this backlash 
last year after a series of anti-government demonstrations were held in the country's major cities. In the recent development concerning the demonstrations, politician Bon Calindo announced that he will lead the first anti-government demonstration of the year on Thursday, the 13th of January, in Blantyre City. This will be a continuation of the demonstrations that he had spearheaded last year against the high cost of living in Malawi. He announced a break in mid-December, saying that he wanted people to enjoy their holidays. Kalindo also revealed that on January 23rd, he will lead demonstrations at Chijeni Tollgate in Ncheu district to force the government to reduce tollgate fees. He said protesters will hold a vigil at the tollgate and force motorists not to pay fees. Kalindo is currently out on bail after being arrested in December on accusations of spreading false information during his demonstrations in Mizuzu and Mangochi. Last year, he led demonstrations in different cities to force the government to decrease or implement solutions to the rising cost of living. Mozambique nationals have started flocking to Malawi for refuge as the fight for minerals in Cabo Delgado province in Mozambique rages on. They are currently being accommodated by well-wishers while others are staying in public structures. Insurgents launched attacks in Cabo Delgado province, which is rich in natural gas, in October 2017. In response to this, the Southern African Development Community, SADC, deployed what is known as the SADC Mission in Mozambique, SAMIM, in July 2021, as a SADC regional response to support Mozambique to combat terrorism and acts of violent extremism, which have since led to the death of about 3,000 people. A virtual extraordinary summit of heads of state and government meeting, led by President Chakwera, will be held on Friday the 7th to review progress and the mandate of the Samim. Meanwhile, the Malawi government is yet to register some families that are seeking refuge in the country. There is joy among the Teachers Union Malawi, TUM, as over 2,200 primary school teachers have been recruited. TUM President Willie Malinda says the development will help to improve education standards in the country, especially at a time when the teacher-pupil ratio is high. Currently, the teacher-to-student ratio in primary schools is 1 to 60. To reduce this ratio and meet the current demand, almost 82,000 teachers need to be recruited. There are hopes that more teachers will be considered for recruitment in the next fiscal year, which starts in April this year. A men's movement advocating for gender equality called Men Engage Alliance Malawi held a three-day meeting in Mpanela last Thursday. They brought together different youth organizations and civil society organizations under an umbrella body called the Malawi Human Rights Resource Center. The chairperson for Men Engage Alliance, Marcel Chisi, said that if the country wants to achieve equality, men and boys must be part of the solution as allies to women's rights and other social justice movements. The Men Engage Alliance Malawi movement is affiliated with an international world body, the Men Engage Alliance, 
and is expected to function in the country for five years. A few weeks ago, a male sex worker posing as a woman who was arrested last year and sentenced to eight years in prison for indulging in same-sex relationships. In response to this, a minority rights group, Nyasa Rainbow Alliance, NRA, has demanded the release of the perpetrator and has called on the government to repeal all laws that criminalize same-sex relationships in Malawi. The NRA released a statement on Saturday the 1st, which said that, quote, the continued use of repressive anti-homosexuality laws in Malawi only invigorate incidences of homophobic violence, discrimination, and other abuses against the LGBTIQ plus community, unquote. It also called upon the Malawi Human Rights Commission to fully comply with its constitutional mandate and engage in all human rights issues, including those related to the LGBTIQ plus persons. It added that Malawi should review its legislation to explicitly include sexual orientation and gender identity among the prohibited grounds of discrimination. Homosexuality is taboo in Malawi, and it tends to be met with a lot of animosity. The earliest story of homosexuality in the country was recorded in 2009 in what is known as the Antiwo Saga. While some individuals openly express their sexuality on social media and in public, they do so at the expense of their own well-being as they are often met with insults, discrimination, and threats. One of the most popular footballers in the country, Gerald Fury Jr., was left out of the Flames' 23-man squad, which is heading to Cameroon for the African Cup of Nations, AFCON. He, in turn, handed in his retirement from international duties. There have been mixed reactions from the public following his resignation, with some saying he was immature, and others saying that he had proved himself and deserved to be part of the AFCON lineup. Gerald Fury Jr. made his Flames debut in 2015. He emerged as the Flames' top gold scorer in their qualification for the forthcoming Continental Show, having scored two of the team's three goals. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Hope you had a great start to the new year. Subscribe to our show in your favorite podcast listening app to be updated weekly about the big stuff going down in Malawi. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at podcast at rorschach.com. Batani Bueno. Bueno.